playing the best hip hop band with me for over a decade. It's DJ P Dog in the mix. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your man DJ P Dog in the mix with a brand new DJ P Dog in the mix podcast. How about that? That's what I do. That's who I am. And I, and I want to come in straight at it, man. And I want to say, first of all, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your schedule, for taking space up on your device, for listening to my show, man. Listen, this is what I do. This is who I am. This is how I get to you guys, my voice, my opinion, new music, and of course, great entertainment. But today's episode is more educational than entertainment and than music. And I'm going to get into all that. But before I do, off top, right at the very beginning of the show, I want to thank my sponsor, my good friends over at GAC, God Almighty Creator. They have put together an amazing website with some great T-shirts. You guys have got to go to their website. That's GodAlmightyCreator.com. And just a little bit about GAC, G-A-C, man. That's what they go by, GAC. GAC is an American streetwear brand which launched in 2016. GAC is an acronym for God Almighty Creator. Their mission is to push the importance of knowing that God is the ultimate reason for human creativity. They communicate to their audience by using a nostalgic and laid-back approach that spreads positivity through their brand. The lightning bolt in the symbol symbolizes the light in a dark world. Their slogan, Never Limited, refers to Philippians 4.13, which states, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Go to their website, GodAlmightyCreator.com. Those are my friends, GAC. And this is one of the nice things that they did for, for you, my listeners of my show. Okay? 15% off your order. Use code word DJPDOG at the checkout. 15% off. You can't beat that, folks. Go check out their, their brand. Check out their, their clothes. And, hey, listen, very soon I'm going to have my own T-shirt on GAC. All right? We're working on it now. It's coming real soon, so hold tight. It's coming. Listen, folks, I got a lot that I want to talk about today in today's episode. Um, we're going to talk about the power of the plan. All right? The power of planning. There's a lot of people out here that are doing things that aren't thinking things through. And so today I'm going to talk about the power of planning all right i wanted to get to that episode earlier um last week last friday uh, or thursday whatever i can't remember but i was sick man i was stuck in the house for a couple of days because of snow and man i caught the 24-hour stomach bug all right thank god it was only 24 hours because i had to get myself back to to health because i had a show um and i'm gonna talk about that in a second but being snowed in for for a couple of days man and I, I love my family i love my kids and i and i tell people i'm an introvert all right anytime that i can stay home i'm gonna do it but here's the thing i don't like staying home when i'm forced to stay home all right there are many things that i love to do i don't like to be forced to do anything i like to feel like i, I can choose to do what i want when i want that's how i feel sometimes okay i don't like to be forced to do stuff but when i'm forced to be home because i don't have a choice there's a feeling of i'm not in control i don't like that feeling now granted i'm a i'm a christian okay and i know god is in control of all things 
But sometimes, you know, you know what I'm talking about, folks. You know what I'm talking about. When you don't have a choice, okay? When, when, when the choice is completely out of your hands, like right now, the choice is out. I'm trying to get this mic to work. And, and this thing, there we go. The choice is out. If, I, if the mic doesn't want to work, then the mic's not going to work. Okay, I could do what I can to adjust it. But, you know, I don't like not being in control of stuff. That's, that's how I feel sometimes. Not all the time. But just in times, when, especially when I'm forced to be in the house. So I'm in the house. Got my whole family here. My wife, the four kids. They're running around. They want to go outside and play in the snow and this, that, and the other. And we did all those things. But I, somehow I got sick. And I knew that it was, I knew that I was feeling sick because I felt it as I was shoveling snow out of my driveway. I didn't even get a quarter of the way finished. And I'm feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Like that feeling like, okay, something is off here. Something is off. And I knew it was something really off when I lost my appetite. Okay. Now, if anybody knows me, okay, there's two things that you guys need to know about me. All right. One, I'm an introvert. And two, I enjoy a good meal. All right. Now, if you saw me in person, you would know this guy ain't, ain't missed many meals. All right. That's just what it is. Now, thankfully, I'm getting my health under control. I've lost some pounds. Okay. I've lost almost 10 pounds in the last month. The health is going great. Um, I got I got a little ways to go, long ways to go, because I got a lot more weight that I want to lose, and I'm staying on my regiment. But I like to eat a good meal every now and then, okay? That's just what it is. But I lost my appetite. And I'm thinking, like, I, I think on the last episode I was telling you guys, I feel like I'm coming down with a fever. I'm thinking I'm about to get, I had the flu. And I wake up in the middle of the night, and I immediately realize this is not the flu. This is the stomach bug, okay? And I knew that because there was no fever, but I was feeling it, that feeling of nauseousness, and I would begin to belch. And you know when you belch sometimes, not all the time, but when you're sick and you belch and you get that throw-up taste in your mouth, that's the kind of issues that I had going on. And I knew it was a stomach bug because in the next room, my son had woke up and he's puking all over the place. Okay, so I said, okay, this is clearly the stomach bug. I don't remember the last time that I actually threw up. It's not something that I do often. And in this instance, it didn't happen either. I don't remember the last time I actually puked. I don't remember. It's not a good feeling. I remember as a kid, it was the worst. Because again, I couldn't control it like it was just happening. But I don't know. For some reason, I figured out how to suppress my vomit, okay, to, to force it to eventually come out but come out the other end, okay? Now, I don't want to be too graphic here because clearly if the vomit ain't coming out of my mouth, okay, it's clearly going through my system and it's coming out the other end. All right. One way or other, this is coming out. I'd rather it come out the other end than puke. That's just my preference. Some may have another preference. In my brain, I said, well, if I puke, it'll be over with. If I suppress it, 
I'm going to have to deal with this all day. And I'm, I weighed out my options and I said, uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather it come out the other end. And so that's what I did. Somehow, some way, I suppressed it. And maybe my mind and my mental, I don't know. If my mind controlled, I don't know what, what it was. But I didn't puke. It came out the other end. And it was an all-day process. And a process, indeed, it was. <coughs> now, I know you guys weren't expecting to hear that story here on today's show. And honestly, I didn't plan on telling you that story here on today's show. But that's, that's what I'm talking about. The power of the plan. Okay? If I'd have stuck with the plan, I would already be telling you guys about the show I just had in Pinehurst, North Carolina. I got my bullet points here. Well, I did say I wanted to talk about I was sick, but I didn't want to go into all those details. It just kind of happened organically. So that's what it is. So I got myself back together. <clears throat> and on Friday, I left home, shoveled the rest of my yard, finally got out. And I had a show in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, I'm, I'm, I do contract work for a company that puts on marathons and half marathons. And we had an event um, this past weekend in Pinehurst, North Carolina. And they were also dealing with the aftermath of snow. And the place that they had me, the spot that I, I, um, I stood to do my DJing, it was, it was in a spot at this um, resort, Pinehurst Resort. And I'm literally, folks, no lie, no exaggeration, I'm literally standing on a sheet of black ice, okay, for hours. It's already less than 20 degrees outside, and I'm standing on ice. Never in the 15 years that I've been doing. I've, I've DJed in cold weather before, but I've never stood on ice, and it was not good. And not, not, not good in the, in the sense of me slipping around. You know, I kind of got my footing, and I was fine. But man, the the coldness of the ice came through my shoes and my toes were burning. All right. My toes were literally burning because they were that cold. First time in my life that I ever thought, bro, am I going to get frostbite out here? Am I going to have to go cut my toes off later on? I don't know. That's how bad it, like it, it felt terrible. I couldn't feel them at all. And when I could feel it, it was a burning sensation. It wasn't okay. It wasn't good. So luckily they had these, these heat wraps out there. And so I ripped up a couple of those heat wraps and took off my shoe and wrapped my foot. That helped out a little bit. And eventually the sun came out and I was a little bit better later on. But that was, that was Pinehurst. Had a great time, but that was rough. All right, that was rough. Um, this weekend coming up, I get to go hang out with my friends in Myrtle Beach. Um, I'll be there doing two days with them on Friday night and Monday. And in between that, I'll be back in North Carolina um, doing a glow party in Raleigh, North Carolina this Sunday. Um, I'll tell you guys all about that on the other side of those shows. Can't wait to be there with my friends there. But um, got a great situation going. Still booking um, my shows, DJ P-Dog Live. And I've got something very special coming up in March that I can't wait to talk about. We're still planning. 
what that looks like. And once we get the plan together, I'll roll out what that is. All right. Talking about the power of the plan. But ladies and gentlemen, you can book me for shows. I'm I'm wide open, man. Listen, I, I do big shows. I'm doing big things. All right. But don't think that I'm too big to come to any event. We'll make it we'll make it happen. Okay. We'll 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 figure it out. And if we don't figure it out, it's all good too. All right. But this is how I earn a living. I go out and do shows, and I'm more than willing to, to talk to, to you about your event. All you got to do is go to djpdog.com forward slash booking, and I'll be more than happy to um, accept your booking request to inquiry, and we'll talk about it and see if we can work something out. We'll make it happen. And so, again, djpdog.com forward slash booking. All right? All right, now it's time to get into the meat and potatoes of today's show, ladies and gentlemen. Talking about the power of the plan. Just in case you guys didn't know, once again, my name is DJ P-Dog in the mix. I've been in the business, the music business, for over 15 years now. I've traveled the world doing what I do. I'm still touring as a DJ today, doing my own solo events, and I'm doing pretty decent. I can always do a lot better, and I'm planning on doing a lot better, all right? I never want to be complacent and stay where I am, you know, I want to do really well with what I do, and I want to be able to to give back to my community and hire people, which I've been able to do. Um, and so I'm looking to do much greater and much bigger things um, here in this year, okay? So here's the deal, all right, to say all that. I've toured with Grammy award-winning artists like Lecrae. Um, I've done stuff with guys like Montel Jordan. I've done stuff with... Um, with a lot of artists like my man DJ Nabs, done stuff with him. And and listen, I'm going to have to get this guy on my show. He's a Durham, North Carolina legend, all right? This guy is one of my favorite DJs, all right, on the planet. He's a Durham, North Carolina native, my man DJ Nabs. A lot of you guys are like, man, that name doesn't ring a bell. Well, let me name some names that may ring a bell, all right? You ever heard of a group, a little hip-hop duo by the name of Criss Cross. Well, DJ Nabs was their DJ. And they went on this major world tour with this, you know, this little artist that a few people know about by the name of Michael Jackson. You know, just a little, a few, few little names, my man DJ. I got a chance to work with Nabs, and, and he's become, you know, one of those those big mentors to, to myself um, over the last two years, man. So I've gotten to work with guys like him, a lot of I could go on and on and on. The bottom line is, I've got some skin in the game, and what I'm going to be talking about today, the power of the plan. I want to to shed some light on helping you artists out. You guys have heard in the last couple of episodes me say a statement like, "I'm I'm not I don't I'm not concerned about hearing your music anymore." All right, I've been there, done that. If your music is good, I'm going to hear about it. If your plan is good, okay. I'm going to hear about your music. There are a lot of artists that I follow today. I don't even know what their music sounds like. But because I see them executing a plan, I'm more prone to follow them just to see how they do business. Because in the music world that we live in today, going into the studio and creating music is like 20%, bro. Like 80% of it is business, knowing how to do business and knowing how to execute a plan. And I got a great example of... To be honest, 
I'm almost saying that this guy is my favorite artist. And I'm going to tell you guys about who this guy is and give you a rundown of what his plan looked like from an outsider looking in. All right. Because I don't know all the finite details of his plan, but I do want to share with you guys just how people have a plan. Big artists, major labels, they these people have plans. And there are tools out there for you independent artists because a lot of people may hear, well, these guys you talk about may be on a label. Yes, but there's a lot of tools that are out there for do-it-yourself artists, okay? There's a ton of tools, and I'm going to give you guys those tools as well. But let me give you guys, let me let me share with you guys a little bit of my plight, all right? My frustration, what gets under my skin, what boils my blood, what grinds my gears, all right? Let me tell you about it. One of the most frustrating things that I, I get is when people will do what I call drive-by promotion on social media. They'll put up their new song. They'll put up their album cover. They'll put up, you know, something, a, a video, and they'll just tag a bunch of people in it. I despise that because that, to me, is is not the best way and here's why it's bad it's bad because everybody's doing it okay well let me not say everybody because everybody's not doing it. a lot of people are doing it let me say that that's why it's bad and what makes it even worse is when i say uh okay this again let me at least take a listen thought so it's terrible that that's what bugs me out so for, for that one artist that actually may be good, that does this tip, that does this strategy, you, you, you got 30, 40, 50, 100, 1,000, 10,000 artists who have done this and have ruined it for you, okay? If your music's actually good, because I done heard so much bad music, by the time I get to you, I don't even want to listen to you no more. I don't even want, I don't even want to give you a chance because the, the reputation of guys who do that it's terrible, okay? They put out terrible music. Not only do they have terrible music, they have a terrible strategy and terrible planning, all right? Now, I'm not going, this show today isn't about the music piece. It's about the strategy piece. We'll do a whole other show on another day about the music piece and the recording process um, and all that. We'll do that later. But I want you guys to take this statement to heart, what I'm about to say, Okay? When you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Okay? When you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Now, let me give you two types of people who make plans from a musician's standpoint. And by the way, if you're not a musician and you're listening to this show, don't think that this isn't for you. Although I'm talking to artists, some of these principles can be applied to in life as well. So stick with me here. A lot of people will put their plan together, one, based on what they see other artists doing. I can't tell you. And here's the thing, going back to the whole drive-by promotion. A lot of people do that because they see other artists doing it. And in their brain, they're saying, well, so-and-so is doing it, and I'm seeing 10 other people do it, so maybe that'll work for me. Folks, it doesn't work, Okay. Never plan your plan based on what you see someone else doing. 
Because even though you see the results of what they're doing, you have no idea what was going on behind the scene. And when I talk about this artist in a few minutes, and I'm going to name who this artist is, I'm going to say the same thing. Because what we're going to examine and look at is solely based from the outsider looking in, but seeing that there's clearly a plan. Okay, that's the point that I'm going to bring out when I talk about this other artist, not go copy his plan, but to show you guys that there's clearly a plan. Okay, so when I've, I've seen artists say, you know, oh, I've seen this artist buy the billboard or the, you know, the front page ad on the website. So I'm going to go do that. And that would work. But the person who originally did it probably had a plan in place. And you don't know what that plan was. You don't know what their rollout, their timeline was, why they decided to do that particular website at that particular time. Like those details are all planned out behind the scenes. And we have no idea what those things are. So when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And here's the, so you got the people who look at other people's strategies and they try to adapt those strategies not knowing full like think about it jay-z went and, and released his album um on sprint okay every artist can't release their album on sprint you don't know what kind of dealings went on behind the scenes to get to that point all you saw was the results beyonce releases a surprise project you go on iTunes, you see she's got the iTunes on lock. You didn't spitball that. That was thought through. Okay? You feel what I'm saying? So you can't look at other artists' plans or anybody in that matter. Their business plan, their life plan, whatever. You can't look at their plan and say, well, I see what they're doing, so I'm going to go do that. Because like, like, plans are not one size fits all. Okay, there, there are very, 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 very few plans that are one size fits all. Okay, it's kind of like a thumbprint. There, there's no two thumbprints that are alike. It's, just, it's almost the same thing with plans. There's no two plans that are alike. Okay, so you've got that individual. Then you've got the people who actually sit down and they think it through. Okay, I want to put out my project in the next year okay but leading up to the release of that project we want to put out the single we want to put out the video we want to start booking tour dates this that and the other and so those are the people who in my opinion win all right now let me give you guys when i was coming up in in the in the radio business you know i'm not going to bury anybody on my show today anyways but there was a particular artist who was going to school with me at Liberty. And this dude would go into the radio station. We had a recording studio in the back. And he would record songs. And while I'm on the radio, he would finish recording the song. The engineer would burn the song on the CD so he can go back and listen to it. Listen for mistakes. Listen for whatever. He would come into the station where I'm in, in live radio and say, hey, man, put this on the radio real quick. Let's see what it does. And I'm like, bro, you literally just walked out the booth, bruh. What? And you just came out with a project that I'm pushing your single. People are digging it. And you want me to play this new music? One, you'll kill whatever momentum your last single, your, your, your current single has. And two, 
you don't even know if this song is radio ready. Okay? That's what I'm talking about, folks. That's not proper planning. Okay? You can't just take a bunch of ideas, throw stuff up against the wall, and hope something sticks. That translates to the audience. Well, people, I, I remember the same artist, bro. He put out a project, and it hit. I mean, it hit. All right? People were digging it. They were, they, they were digging the singles. They were digging the videos. And three months later, this dude's ready to put out new music. And it's like, bro, you are, don't, like, you, if you put out new music, you will kill any momentum this current project has. Because now you want to create new momentum for new music. And there's not a demand for new music. Now, a proper plan would say, nothing wrong with recording new music, but let's wait and let's plan for that properly and have a proper rollout and a proper plan for it. But these young whippersnappers want to do things their way. Folks, I have talked to many artists over the last week where I've literally told them, bro, don't put that don't put that record out. Please don't do that. One artist decided he wants to go and do a remix and again I'm not burying anybody on today's show. Not doing that. That's not what this is about. I'm giving real life examples here. Had an artist who went into the studio. Well, he had an idea. Okay? He went into the studio. He goes to the studio, records it, sends it out to a couple people to listen to it. They give critiques. He's like, okay, cool. I'm releasing it this weekend. Are you are you serious, bro? Like, you're not even giving yourself, you're not even giving the idea time to mature. Here's the thing. Again, this doesn't just apply in music. We saw a video, because this is what I'm wondering. We saw a video on, on, on social media this week from the comedian Monique. All right? Black female comedian. Talented. I'm I'm not really a big fan of Monique at all, but she's on there telling us that we need black people basically. We need to boycott Netflix because they offered her five hundred thousand dollars to do a Netflix special. Now we're talking about a, a woman who's been blackballed from Hollywood. We ha she she hasn't been relevant in a while. Okay. And she's naming names like Chris Rock and Chappelle and Amy Schumer saying that Netflix gave them way more money. And here's the thing. Granted, Dave Chappelle has been out of the game for a while, but there was a demand for Dave Chappelle and he killed it, knocked it out of the park. Amy Schumer is a relevant name right now. Chris Rock is a relevant name right now. And Monique is saying five hundred thousand dollars ain't enough. And, and I'm just like, what is your what is your plan? Because you want us to boycott Netflix for you. We ain't heard from you. We don't know what you've been doing. Okay? Like, what, what is your end game? Like, honestly, do you really? Now, listen. If a guy like Kevin Hart said, hey, Netflix is trying to jack me, jack me up. You know, I need y'all to boycott them. We're going to hurt their pockets. Okay, Kevin. Matter of fact, it wouldn't even get to that point. Because Netflix would, would negotiate that in the background. But what do you think the plan is for, for Miss Monique now going forward? Like, seriously. I don't know. Time will tell. But I don't think that she's going to have a good relationship with Netflix telling people to boycott. They're not giving her more than 500K. It's just not happening. 
Because the reality of it is, even if she took the 500K and did the special, me personally, I probably still wouldn't watch it. But nonetheless, back to, I digress, I digress. Because I want to talk about an artist who, quite honestly, for me, is not my favorite artist of all time, but is probably my, my favorite artist currently, okay? I love good music. I love an amazing show. I love creativity. I love artistry. I love it all. I love I love it. I love good content. I love st- I love I love adult feeling music, okay? I love it. And I think that this guy embodies all of that in one package. And for me, for me, he's the only artist that gives me all of that. Okay, and I'm talking about the one and only, the great Bruno Mars. Okay, this guy is my guy. Okay, if you ask me, DJ P Dog, if you can go on tour with any artist right now, who would it be? It's Bruno Mars. If you ask me, DJ P Dog, if you could see one concert of one artist this year, who would it be? It'd be Bruno Mars, hands down. Hands down. Easy answer. Okay. I think the dude puts out brilliant music. And again, I'm not here to talk about a lot of music. I'm talking about the business and the proper planning strategies. But I want to talk about him because, one, there's no biasness in this. I did a lot of research to get the information that I got right now. And I want to talk to you guys about his, again, I don't know the finite details of his plan. But I'm going to give you guys this timeline you're going to see that there's clearly a lot of thought put behind the moves that this brother has been making. Now, granted, he's got a leg up on a lot of people because he's got a lot of people on his staff. He's got a record label behind him. But again, I want you guys to take the principles, okay, because his plan is going to work for you. You're not Bruno Mars, all right? But his plan is working for him. And I want to share just a, pe- a few pieces. First of all, 2016, bro. 2016. We're in 2018 right now. First of all, let's let that sink in just for a second. Somewhere in the first of October, end of September, this guy, Bruno Mars, takes to social media and he teases an album he teases a new album is coming all right then he teases and says matter of fact i'm gonna drop the new single friday along with the album cover and the music video i'm dropping all that in the same day people were anticipating that friday october 6 2016 Bruno Mars dropped 24 Karat Magic, the, the, the song, okay, the lead single for the album 24 Karat Magic. October 6, 2016, he dropped the music video and the album cover, okay? Follow me here on this, plan, this, this, this timeline, rather. October 15th, he performs 24 Karat Magic on Saturday Night Live. Now, right there, you're looking at October 6th. October 15th, talking about less than 10 days apart. 
you don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to drop this single. And in 10 days, I'm going to go on Saturday Night Live and perform. No, this was months of strategy. Okay. Because one, he had to record the song. He had to do the shoot the video. They had to edit the video. Okay. They had to give it the whole video treatment gimmick. They had to go through the ringer, making sure it looked good. That took time. I guarantee you that took time. But my point that I'm trying to make here is clearly there was a plan. Again, you don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going on Saturday Night Live. It doesn't work like that. Saturday Night Live probably had to already know about the music, knew about the album that was coming out, you know, the whole bit. One month later, he announces the world tour. 24 Karat Magic World Tour. The album ain't even came out yet. Okay? Matter of fact, you pre-order the album, it takes you to a special link or a special site where you can pre-order the concert tickets for the tour. So he's doing pre-sales for the tour and the album simultaneously. November 15th, 2016, he announces the world tour. 86 dates on the book. Okay, if you've got 86 dates, because again, Bruno Mars's plan can't work for you, okay? But the principle, if he announced November 15th, I'm going on a world tour, all right? Now, mind you, the tour don't even start till 2017. The album ain't even came out yet, all right? He's got 86 dates locked. How long do you think it took for them to route that tour, to book every venue, to start working with the promoters, the boots on the ground, the promotional material? That took time, folks. And I guarantee you that October 6th when he dropped that video, the dates were already locked. I guarantee you. They had that done months in advance before the announcement and before the rollout. So November 15th, he announced the tour, 86 dates, world tour, okay? November 18th, the album drops. November 18th, 2016, the official album, 24 Karat Magic, drops, okay? Now, mind you, few nuances that happen in here because Bruno is not only has he got the album, he's got the tour dates being booked or well, booked and selling tickets, He's performing 24 Karat Magic on all the award shows during this time, okay? Then January 30th, 2017, he drops the second single. That's what I like, okay? March 28th, 2017, the world tour begins, okay? Now, I know I'm missing a lot of nuances in all of this stuff, but don't worry. Just follow me here because I want you to see that there's a process and, and a method to the madness, March 28th, 2017, the tour begins, okay? June 13th, 2017, Versace on the Floor, the next single, third single on the album is released. July 15th, 2017, the tour begins here in the United States, all right? Fast forward to November 27th. Now we're talking about the album is now a year old, okay? The album is a year old. The tour is well underway. Okay. He's killing it on the tour, by the way. 
November 27, 2017, I want you guys to really pay close attention to this. Chunky, which is the next single, was released in Australia. Okay? Not here in the United States. It was released in Australia as the next single. See, somebody had to think that through. Okay? Why not release it worldwide? Somebody said, man, it's probably better if we release that in Australia. There was a plan in place. Okay? Follow me here. Now we're January 4th, 2018, and we see the next single, Video, Finesse, Remix with Cardi B. Along with that, Bruno is nominated for a couple of Grammys, just a few. Album of the Year, Song of the Year, Record of the Year, Best R&B Song, Best R&B Album, Best R&B Performance. His tour for 24 Karat Magic ends July 14th, 2018. Okay? I want you guys to let all this sink in. Again, Bruno's plan and your plan can't be the same. But there's a principle to this, artists. Bruno ain't doing no drive-by tweets. Okay? Most successful artists ain't doing that kind of stuff. They're, they're looking at their album and they're planning the next two years for that album. The brother released the, the, the cover art and the first single October, 20, October 6, 2016. The tour to support the album ends July 14th, 2018. Somebody sat down and planned for all this. Okay? It, it, it wasn't just a wake up one day and let's just do this. Random stuff. No, this was by design. All right? That's the point that I want to make to you guys. You got to stop doing the random stuff. And I've had to stop doing that myself. That's why I ain't talking to y'all about what's popping off in March yet. Because me and my team are still thinking through a few things. It's nothing major and huge. I mean, it's major and huge for me. But I think enough about you guys and about my brand that I want to think it through and make sure we think it through from start to finish. So it makes sense to you guys once we present it. Okay. Because you can have a great idea, but the way you present that idea will tell a story. Okay? I love one of my favorite episodes of the Cosby show is when Vanessa comes home with with Dabness, right? And she's telling her family who just met this dude 10 seconds ago, hey, we're engaged to be married. And I love how Cliff Huxtable is saying, bro, it's not that we got a problem with you. It's the way she presented you. You know, he went through the whole, you know, what's your favorite meal? And he's like the steak, the potatoes, the mushrooms, all the fixings. He says, well, what if I took all that and put it on a garbage can lid and presented it to you? He said, it's the presentation. Folks, you got to plan so that your presentation is done well. And it might not work out to everything. Like it, your plan may not work out to the T and that's okay that's okay I had a lot of plans for 2017 and they, they all didn't work out to a T but I had a lot of plans that did work okay 
I had a lot of plans that did work. I learned from my mistakes and I'm doing a lot better now because I'm still learning in this area myself. But I want you guys to get, you know, what I'm saying, man. Like, listen, you've got to plan. At this point in the game, as a DJ, I'm no longer interested in hearing your music unless you have a plan. I got a text message this morning from a brother who sent me his new single. I guess that's what it is. I don't even care, bro. Because a lot of these people, I've given them the same tips that I'm about to give you guys. Because what I don't want to do is give not, you know, uh, 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 I don't want to I don't want to leave you guys hanging. OK, you guys have heard me give these spills many times over. All right. I don't want to leave you hanging. I, I subscribe to several music blog websites, several, some specific for DJs, some for musicians in general. I, I subscribe to several I read, I study, okay? I research, I reread, I re research, okay? I'm serious about this. So when you step to me and you want to give me a phone call, and let me be clear, folks, I do this podcast because I love you guys. I, I've given my rants and I'll continue to give my rants, but I'm trying to bring solution to the table, okay? That's where I'm at in life right now. I want you guys to, to understand, bottom line, point blank, period, you're not going to make it unless you have a plan. I took this kid on the road with me last year this time, and I said, bro, I want you to go on the road with me. I want you to see how I work. I got a show, but I, I got a lot of free time during the day. I just want you to see what my day-to-day -day looks like when I'm on the road so you'll understand that I ain't sitting down twiddling my thumbs thinking that it's going to come to me. No, I got to go get it. So I took this and, I, and then I told him, said, listen, it's just me and you for the next 24 hours. Anything you want to talk about when it comes to the music business, brother, let's do it. I'm not going to prompt any conversation. I want you to tell me what you want to talk about. I'm in the hotel room. I'm on the phone. I got my computer open. I'm willing and dealing, sending out new contracts, bringing in deposits, signing new contracts, getting ready for a show I had that night, taking care of business. This kid was sitting over there in the bed playing on Snapchat. Immediately I said, this kid, he don't want it. He don't want it. Period, point blank. Folks, artists, stop getting on social media talking about, listen, let me be clear, folks. Stop getting on social media talking about I'm in the studio grinding because that crap don't mean nothing. Okay? Stop getting on social media when you get a chance to go out of your city to do a show, doing the whole, yeah, man, we out here, we out here. Bro, listen, that stuff don't mean nothing. I hung out with a DJ who thought that he was the biggest thing in the world since Grandmaster Flash. Oh, man, I just got off the road with Chris Brown. I'm like, that's what's up, bro. Great. What are you doing for the next six months? What's your plan for the next year? The Chris Brown gimmick was a one-off. Okay? What's your plan for the next two years? Because you can't live on a moment. Okay? Not in this business. 
If you want to live in, in off of a moment, quit now. You're talking to a guy, and I think I want to share with you guys, not on this episode, but coming up. You're talking to a guy who who did BET 106 in Park, got a payday, and had to come back home and work on a regular job. You're talking to a guy who, me, DJ P-Dog in the mix, who literally went to Australia, bro, okay? Came back home from Australia doing a festival. Got my payday, came back home, and the next day, I'm in the temp office trying to get a job because I had to come home and figure some stuff out. There was no, hey, we out here, we out here. I could have did that. But I'm sitting here like, yo, man, I got to feed my family for the next however long until I figure some stuff out. Stop getting on social media faking it, man. Because I, I see right through that crap. That stuff don't mean nothing. I could sit here and give you my resume, talk about television appearances I've made, all the people I've worked with. And at the end of the day, it doesn't mean a thing. If I can't walk out of my house and come home with a paycheck, it doesn't make sense not to be able to do that. But if I have a plan, you know, I'm I'm talking to my wife the other yesterday and I'm talking to her about my fall schedule that I got coming up and say, hey, how do you feel if I did a two week run, a three week run, you know, while I'm on the road for three weeks straight? And she's saying, listen, straight up, if the money is right, go. If the money is right, do it. That's where I'm at in life. If the money is right, I could do it because I know I can. Because at the end of the day, it ain't about, man, we out here, we out here. And guess what? We are out here. I come on this show and tell y'all about the shows that I'm going to be at. And I enjoy doing them. But the reality of it is, if I'm not coming home taking care of my family, what does it all mean? I love doing what I do. I can't do it for free. Okay? I love doing what I do. I'm blessed to be able to do what I do. And any artist that walks out of their house and come home with a paycheck, I don't care if it's $100, I don't care if it's $100,000. But the best way, I, I talked to artists, man, listen, I had a conversation with an artist who, we had a conversation three years ago. He was telling me what he was trying to bring in per show. I talked to him this year, 2018, three years later. He's trying to bring in the same amount of money, bro. Because somewhere, somehow, there's no plan. I've almost tripled my worth in three years. Okay? I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm in jet fuel mode, fam. But I'm sitting behind the scenes and I'm working out strategies and plans. We already talking about 2019 and 2020 and 2021. You feel me? That's where I'm at in my career. If you ain't thinking like that, don't quit your day job, brother. Don't quit your day job, sister. Especially if you got a family. You got to plan. Because if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. All right? And don't just jump on anybody's situation. All right? A a local DJ here in town posted up a post, and and I know her heart. She meant no harm by this. She put up, you know, if we did a tour in North Carolina, who would want to go? And a bunch of artists started replying. And I'm looking at these guys like, guys, 
What is her market? You're not even asking that. What is the tour? How many artists do you need? What genre are you looking for? All they hear is the word tour. And something in their brain says, I got to go get on a tour. And it's like, don't just do random stuff. Okay? Just because somebody says tour doesn't mean that tour is for you. You feel me? But if you have a plan, all right? If you have a plan, you can put those, those ideas against the backdrop of your plan. Okay? Which should be in line with your vision. Okay? If you if if random if DJ P Dog said I'm looking for two artists to go on tour, and all you hear is tour, and say yeah I want to go I want to go and I'm saying bro but do you know my my target audience? Okay, do you know does my target audience match your target audience? I don't know man I just want to go on tour. Okay, you don't have a plan I can't work with you. But if the artist says yeah man I'm trying to reach the college market this is what I'm bringing to the table blah blah blah. That makes sense. I can I can work with you. That makes sense. All right, let me bring this thing on home here. Because I want to give you guys... I didn't mean to go this long. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I want to give you guys this information. I, again, I subscribe to several um, music blogs. I'm going to give you guys the main one. Because out of this one blog, you can find many other bloggers who can... Because a lot of music bloggers contribute to this one blog. You've heard me say it before. You've heard me say it again. I'm going to keep pushing it. You'd be surprised at how many artists I send to this website. And they'll go to it for like a day. And then after a day or two, they, they don't even go to it anymore. Until they come to me with wanting more tips. And I say, have you looked at this website? Oh, man, you know, I checked it out a couple of weeks ago, six months ago. Like, bro, you don't want it, man. I'm giving you... These people are giving out free information, folks. Designed for the do-it-yourself artist. Okay? The website is blogs.sonicbids.com. Simple website. Blogs, B-L-O-G-S. Because I, I, I want to make sure you guys get it. All right? Dot. Sonic Bids. S-O-N-I-C. B I D S dot com blogs dot sonic dot com subscribe to their blog they will send you a list of new blogs or current blogs or trending blogs once a week beyond that man listen you can go there and you can just search, put stuff in, like, listen, I, I want to do stuff in the college market. So I'll go into the search bar and say, promoting college shows. And they'll give me blogs on promoting for the college market. And I'll look at those blogs and I'll study them. And I'll take tips and create my own plan based on what I've learned. You feel me? Take time to plan, folks. Because if you fail to plan... You plan to fail. That's the bottom line. That's what it is. And that's my time, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting up out of here. I think the next episode that I, I'm going to bring up <clears throat> where I, I do my lecture, <laughs> um, I don't know what episode it will be, but I definitely want to talk to you guys more about my story. Because I think if you guys hear more of my story, because I you're talking to a guy who toured with Lecrae 
and and things were great and then there were times where things weren't great and i want to give you guys some of those realities and because i had this conversation with lecrae he was the artist that i was with in australia okay and straight up he asked me this question he said p you know i know what it is with our situation right now what you gonna do for bread bruh like how you gonna support your family and I looked that man in the eye and I said, I'm about to go get a job. And he gave me a fist bump. Okay? Because he knew the reality. Dude been rocking with us. Our, our time has come to an end. I want to make sure that I want to at least ask him the question to make sure he's doing the right thing. Okay? They didn't have any work for me. There was nothing for me to do. I had to go do what I needed to do to support my family. Okay? I want to talk to you guys about my story. I think that's what I'm going to do, in the, not in the next episode, but in the episode coming up. I want to tell you guys about my story. I'm going to bring more people onto the show to give their insight as well. I've got a lot of great connects that I've been making, letting people know about this style of the show, and a lot of great people that are coming on that want to share their information as well. I, I can't get tell you guys more and more you got to plan you got to plan that's just what it is man i got nothing else for you guys today listen check me out on my website djpdog.com you can go to my um my shows um on there check out my other blogs all the other podcasts that i have um on my website they're all there articles i'm i'm going to be posting more articles and even sharing some specific blogs from blogs.signedbiz.com on my website as well. Um, of course, you can follow me on social media at DJPDog. It's at DJPDOGG. Um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, I'm there. Um, go check me out there. And, of course, DJPDog.com. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me here. If this is your first time listening to my show, you know, whether it be on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, um, or djpdog.com hit that subscribe button so that you can get um, all the episodes um, if you do this on um, your iPhone on the podcast app anytime I release a brand new episode it'll automatically come to your device and you can listen to it you can delete it after you're done whatever and um, go from there so yeah definitely check me out and that's it folks that's all I got can't wait for the next episode I don't know what I'm going to have on the next episode I think because I talked for almost an hour on this one, I think that I'm going to do something musically on the next one. So it may be a new mix. I might hit, hit the ones and twos and come up with a brand new mix for you guys or something. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But I think it'll do something. It'll have something to do with music. That'll be on the next episode right here on DJP Dog in the Mix. Thank you guys for hollering at me. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Give me some feedback on what you guys think about this show. All right. I want to hear your thoughts. Chime in. If you... If you are listening to this and you have more insights on this than, than me, because I don't know everything, let me know. I want to hear your thoughts as well. And let me know. Share your plan with me. Share with me your plan. I would love to hear your plan. Okay, you can email me, djpdog at djpdog.com. If you're an artist out there and you say, hey, man, I got a plan, can you take a look at it to give me some feedback? I would love to do that. That's, that's one thing that you people have never done. Okay. Let me show you my plan You guys want me to listen to your music I, I don't want to listen to more, no more music I would love to look at your plan though 
I would love to do that. Okay, if you're an artist out there, I'm the the first five artists that take me up on that deal. I'm I'm gonna do it because I don't have a lot of time. I'm gonna do it for free because I do charge now for my consultation because I'm a busy dude. You know, I'm gonna give you my time. I need to get paid for it. So I'll do it for free. Okay, if you have a plan that you just want me to look at, first five artists to take me up on that deal, I'll give you a free consultation. How about that? Free 30 minutes with DJ P Dog in the mix. You can't beat that. So hit me up. Let me see who takes me up on that offer. If I come back the next show and I'm giving the same offer, that tells me everything I need to know. Nonetheless, I'm out of here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to holler at you guys later. One love. Peace. Follow DJ P Dog, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram right now at DJ P Dog.